You Can Handle Anything, episode number 282. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that, I mean actually being able to deal with the difficult situations in your life without blaming, complaining, or losing control. Hi, this is Shiragura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions. But I also know that being able to control your emotions in the moment is the most empowering way to live. In this podcast, you will learn how to handle everyday emotional situations so you can build your relationships instead of sabotage them, and that includes your relationship with yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in, and now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So today I have a story to share with you, and it has to do with shame. But before I share that, I want to share with you something really awesome. In fact, it's four things that are really awesome. You see, when you enroll inside of my group coaching program, Emotionally Equipped for Life, you automatically become part of my community, which is called the Living Deliberately Circle. And one of the things included inside of that community is a private Facebook group. And in addition to what happens during the week, every Friday, I ask the members of the Living Deliberately Circle to share a win. Big or small, it doesn't matter because I just love hearing about and reading the wins that they are having each week. And I just wanted to share with you four of the wins from last Friday without sharing their names, just to give you a peek inside of the community. And of course, I wanna thank you to the four of you who gave me permission to share. Actually, you know what? I'm also going to include my win as well without letting you know which one was mine. Okay, so the first one goes, I got unstuck after receiving a passive aggressive text, and I was able to answer by showing up as who I needed to be, caring, yet assertive. Okay, the second one is, I made it through the first week of work, getting unstuck when challenges occurred. I celebrated the moments of getting easily unstuck, like when I forgot my lunch and wallet on the same day. The third one is, I've been thinking about initiating a project for years, and this week I finally put it into action. I'm proud of myself for doing so. The fourth one, I took a specific action that moved me to acceptance and toward closure on a messy short-term landlord slash tenant situation. I am mostly unstuck and got clear on a letter that I submitted to the management. And the last one is, I self-sabotaged and was successful at correcting it. I went back to being who I wanted to be and creating fun in my week. Those are awesome. I am so proud of the members of my community. I mean, the truth is, I don't know how that sounded to you, but in my ears, these are huge feats. They literally are achievements that require great courage and skill and strength. And this is exactly what we practice together in my community. It's handling the everyday emotional situations with confidence. And when the comments started coming in last Friday, I just decided then and there that I wanted to share this with you. And of course, invite you to the community as always. You can learn more information on my website, or you can click the link in the show notes below to watch my free class. And from there, you'll get more information about the community. Okay, so now on to today's story. So this just happened yesterday morning. So the mornings in our household are a little stressful, maybe like yours if you still have kids in the home who have to get out of the house early in the morning. And I've learned my lesson that I do much better in life when I start the day on my terms. So, 
you know, I tend to wake up much earlier than my kids who have to wake up at 6.30 because they leave for school at 7.15. And I wake up early to do my yoga and meditation and chanting and journaling and even walking if I can fit it all in. So yes, I wake up pretty early. And I also wake up early because I know that being with the kids in the morning and helping them get ready for school is my role. I mean, it's kind of the assumed role, like, you know, the traditional role of the mother. But the truth is, my husband and I have spoken about this in the past because it's bothered me on occasion that I'm like, you know, running around like a chicken with her head cut off, trying to get everyone ready and out the door before the buses come. And my husband seems to be rather aloof to the whole morning experience. Anyway, so you can probably see where I'm going with this. So yesterday morning, it was one of those crazy days where not only the kids have to make their brunch. So let me just explain. This is a cultural thing here in Israel. We eat five meals a day. And so my kids eat something small before they leave for school. And then they eat their what they call breakfast at 10 o'clock in the morning. And they also have to pack their lunch, which is at one o'clock in the afternoon. When they come home, they have a little snack at four. And then we eat dinner usually around seven. Anyway, So details aside, it's hectic in the mornings because we have to prepare a lot of food every day. And yesterday was no different. And what happened was it it just happened in a trice. (laughs) Yes, I just used the word trice. Do you do Wordle? Okay, anyway, it happened in a trice that I looked outside and saw my husband sitting on the recliner seat that we have on our back porch, and he was sipping his coffee. And that was it. Like, That scene was enough to trigger me because here I am feeling like I'm doing absolutely everything, including cooking the food on the stovetop and feeling like I can't do everything because I only have two hands. And here he is, you know, sitting there like he's on vacation. It just made no sense to my brain. And so when he walked in after having his coffee and he came to give me a hug, or maybe he asked me a question, I don't really remember what happened. The fact is, is that I wasn't very warm and friendly to him. I was kind of short and unkind, if I'm being honest. And he felt it. And he let me know. You know, he was like, why do you have to be so mean to me? What did I do? And then he walked upstairs. And I stayed in the kitchen to finish up with the kids. So here's the thing. I knew I was wrong. I knew I shouldn't have done what I did. I know that's not who I want to be. It was just... You know, in the moment, I just wasn't my best self. But here's the other thing. It's such an awful feeling to admit that. It's like one of the worst feelings in the world. Because it's just the human experience, right? To not to want to be wrong. You know, like, like we want to hold on to being right. Because even when we make mistakes, because we feel ashamed. But here's the other thing. When you think about feeling ashamed, I want you to think about who are you feeling ashamed by or from, right? Have you ever thought about that? Like if I get myself unstuck from this situation and I apologize to my husband, do I think he's going to shame me? Is that what I'm afraid of? Or is it mostly the fear of looking at myself in the mirror? In other words, where does shame really come from? And I think the answer is, it comes from ourselves. And if we can get unstuck from that, we could free ourselves from so much heavy weight that not only do we not need, 
but we could free ourselves from so much unnecessary suffering. Now, in the moment when my kids left and I was standing there in the kitchen by myself, I actually wasn't thinking about all of this. I was just thinking about what did I do and why? And so I poured myself a cup of water and it was my turn to go outside and sit on the porch alone. And when I did, I took myself through the unstuck method. S, I took a stop. I just gazed over the railings of our porch and looked at the gorgeous reservoir that our kibbutz overlooks. And I just rested in that present moment for a few seconds. T, I actually went back in time to figure out what I was feeling when I got triggered. And immediately the word resentful came to mind. So I told myself I was stuck on resentment. You. Now, what was I thinking? Why was I feeling resentful? Well, actually, it wasn't because I believed my husband should have been helping me. Because the truth is, you know, we've agreed in the past that this is my role. Like, we do have a pretty nice division of labor when it comes to, you know, things that need to be taken care of in the house. And this is one of my roles. So I wasn't really stuck on the fact that, like, he should have been there helping me. I think I was more stuck on, and why I felt resentful, that I believed he doesn't appreciate or respect me. Like, what I wanted him to do when he came in from having his coffee was just ask me if I needed help, or ask me if he could help. Now, I just want you to understand how my mind was working, because when you really look at what's going on, you can see how unbelievably unsensible this is, right? This is what I'm saying. I didn't need his help. And probably even if he offered it, I'd probably say to him, ah, I'm good. Thanks anyway. But what I needed was for him to at least acknowledge the work that I was doing and express his appreciation. That's what it really came down to. And of course, he didn't know any of this because this is only in my brain. And the truth of the matter is, it's not even true. I don't need him to do anything in order for me to be happy. The truth is, if I was in a good mood otherwise, I probably wouldn't even have thought of needing him to come up and ask me if I needed anything, right? And the truth is, I wasn't in a good mood, and it had nothing to do with him. It really didn't. So yes, it is nice to receive words of appreciation once in a while, but no, I don't need it on demand, and I don't need it all the time, and I didn't need it yesterday. I just wanted it. Like a little child having a tantrum, that's what this really was all about. And when I was sitting there by myself getting unstuck, I couldn't help but laugh that there's actually a story in my first book, Getting Unstuck, that is eerily similar to this one. Meaning I already went through this in the past and I got unstuck in the past and I learned from it and here I am again in the same situation. And that's the moment I started to feel shame. So there I was in the middle of getting unstuck from feeling resentful and then I noticed a wave of shame coming over me. And that's what human living is all about, my friends. We are emotional beings and we experience a lot of emotions and there's nothing wrong with it as long as you are equipped to be able to handle them. And so I started to go through the unstuck method again, this time processing through shame. And when I got to the third step, I uncovered that I believed I couldn't face my husband, that I couldn't show my face and apologize to him for being rude because I believed it would just be too embarrassing. But it didn't take me long to debunk that belief. 
and consider that there is nothing wrong with not being perfect. And there's absolutely no shame in that. And that it's human, for God's sake, to make mistakes. We all do. We all make mistakes. And if we all walk around feeling ashamed of the mistakes that we made and we're unable to repair them or apologize for them, well, what kind of model are we setting for one another? I mean, really, that's what I was thinking, right? Like, if I can't apologize to my husband for messing up, how can I expect him to do the same? And then I quickly walked myself through the clear way. That's my second tool that I created that empowers you to show up as the person that you want to be. And so I walked myself through that tool. And when I went back into the house and I saw my husband in the kitchen, I went up to him and I apologized. I just said, I'm sorry for not being so nice this morning. I believed in the moment that you didn't appreciate or respect me, but I know that that's not true. And I'm really sorry that I acted that way. And he accepted my apology. I think he was actually surprised by it. Not that I don't apologize when necessary. I totally do. But I think he just wasn't expecting that. And so he said, thank you. And that was it. Done. No more story. No more saga. No more drama. None of it. No more of that, like not talking to one another days on end until, you know, we fight it out or something like that. No, nothing. We nipped it in the bud and put it behind us. And what an amazing feeling that is. I mean, I think it's definitely one of the best feelings in the world. I mean, I never smoked and I never did drugs. Yes, I'm a goody two-shoe. But this feeling of being in control of your life situations and really being the creator of your life experiences has got to be one of the best feelings in the world when you are equipped and you know how to do this. And I will be forever grateful that I took the time in my life to learn this and to really dedicate my life to practicing these tools because they literally do and are saving and building the relationships in my life, including the relationship I have with myself. So my dear friends, I would like to ask you, have you ever been in a situation where you messed up, like really messed up, and you said something that you wish you hadn't, or you did something that you wish you didn't do. And maybe you did this to someone close to you, like a partner or a child or even a friend. If so, have you ever felt shame around that? Like you felt so much shame that you didn't want to own up to it. And what I want to ask you today is if you can consider feeling no shame. Can you consider your humanness? Can you consider owning your story, owning your reaction, and just showing up as the human being that you are without any shame? I hope you can, because living with shame is not something that I want to hold on to, and it's not something I want anyone to hold on to for that matter. And so if we own our stories and we show up and apologize, if we're lucky, the other person will accept our apology. The other person will accept our apology. And of course, it's also on you to commit to being the person that you want to be in the future. So we're not looking for perfection. We're looking simply to learn and grow. And the truth of the matter is, if they don't accept your apology, I mean, I hate to say this, but that's really on them. Your job is to be the person that you want to be in the world. That is the only thing that you have control over. 
Okay, my dear friends, if you want to join me on this incredible journey of getting emotionally equipped, I highly recommend that you check out my free class, which you can find in the link in the show notes for this episode. It is a great place to start and you'll get all the details in how you can start working with me personally. And of course, if you live in Israel or you wanna travel to Israel this fall, don't forget about the three-day Living Deliberately retreat taking place in November. All of the details can be found on my website, shiragura.com. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Hello? Hello? Oh, hi. You're one of my podcast listeners, and you wanted to talk to me about being able to handle something in your life. Well, As you know, this is a podcast, so it's kind of like a one-way conversation, but it doesn't have to be like that. When you enroll in my group coaching program, Emotionally Equipped for Life, you will not only have lifetime access to all of my teachings on the tools that I created, you'll have a dedicated community of women who are practicing to handle the everyday emotional situations in their lives, and you'll actually have the opportunity to meet me live each week and getting coached on being able to handle anything. You can sign up right now by heading over to my website, shiragura.com forward slash enroll. Or if you'd like some more details, click the link in the show notes for this podcast to watch my free class, and then you can sign up from there. I can't wait to see you on the other side.